If you want to be more successful, my guest today says study what successful people do and you will absolutely become more successful. And he has done exactly that. Hello everyone and welcome to Live Your Best Life with Liz Bruner. I'm Liz and this is an incredible rags to riches story from a man who had very humble beginnings in Vancouver, Canada to self-made millionaire running three multi-million dollar companies. I am so excited to introduce my guest to you, the epitome of an entrepreneur, Brian Tracy. Brian, welcome to my podcast. Well, thank you, Liz. It's, it's a real pleasure to be with you. I, I'm so impressed with your background and your accomplishments. I mean, you're, you're, you have the most important quality for success, according to Harvard, is ambition. <laughs> I see from everything that you've done that uh, you've been hungry. And that's the most important quality. If you are ambitious and you back your ambition with determination and hard work, there's just really nothing that can stop you. Well, it takes one to know one is what I'm going to say. And thank <laughs> you very much because you are a motivational speaker and self-development author. And you've been doing this for almost 40 years, I believe. Written more than 70 books, which have been translated into 28 different languages. And more than something like 500 audio and video learning programs. And talk about being a busy man. What keeps you going and inspired? I've discovered something very interesting. When you're just talking on Zoom, it takes all your energy. It just sucks it up and gives nothing back. However, when you're speaking to a live audience, the live audience gives you energy. What keeps me going, to answer your question, is the energy that I get from people like you and other people. Because I love these ideas because they made such a difference in my life. And as a result, the audience loves the ideas and they give back that energy. Exactly. I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here, but at age 76, I'm told you have no plans to retire <laughs> because for you, this is really about working with the mind and continuous learning. Share with us briefly how you came upon that philosophy so many years ago. As you mentioned, I came from humble beginnings. I didn't graduate from high school. I worked at laboring jobs. I, I lived and slept in the barn of my clients. And when I was 23 years old, I was an itinerant farm laborer. Uh, working on the harvest. Finally, I stumbled into selling because I couldn't find any other job. And in selling, I just did terribly well until I learned what still to me is the great revelation. Aristotle discovered it in 350 BC, and he called it, it was called the Aristotelian principle of causality. I say that to impress people with how smart I am. Well, I you read. did. <laughs> and what he did at a time when everybody believed in gods and random events and Zeus uh, in the clouds and so on. He said, no, that can't be possible. He said, there must be a reason for things that happen. We must live in an orderly universe. So therefore, for every effect, there must be a cause. And for every cause, there must be an effect. And so if you want to achieve an effect of some kind, first thing you need is you need to be clear about the effect. What is it that you want to be, have, do, achieve? You know, only 3% of adults in America, for that matter, uh, have goals. Mm. Only 3%. All the others have wishes and hopes and fantasies and disappointments and so on. By goals, I mean they have written it down so it's clear. Mm -hmm. You see, you can't be clear about anything unless you've written it down. And they always give you excuses and reasons why I'm going to write it down sometime. And I don't need to because it's clear. No, if you don't write it down, it means that you don't know what it is. It's like trying to drive 
a car at night with your eyes closed. <laughs> uh, so the law of cause and effect is the foundation principle of all of Western civilization, all medicine, all mathematics, all science, all physics, all everything is based on this law. And what I found that if you want to be earn a lot of money, then what you do is you find someone else who has earned a lot of money and you do exactly what they do mm -hmm. and you will also earn a lot of money. And if you don't, you won't. Right. And it's pretty simple. Another thing I learned is that nature is neutral. Nature doesn't play favorites. Nature doesn't care about you. Nature is not in favor of you or opposed to you. Nature is completely neutral. And when I heard that, I thought, you mean nature doesn't care? No, nature <laughs> doesn't care. It's like gravity. If you drop something, it falls down. One of the big challenges we have is an enormous number of people are angry, unhappy, frustrated, and so on, because they're not getting the financial results that other people are getting. But why is it that people are getting financial results? And the answer is very simple, is they're making a valuable contribution to other people. And as a result, people reward them by buying their products and services, by hiring them, by promoting them, by paying them uh, excellent wages and so on. It's cause and effect. Mm. And there's no way you can defy a natural law. Napoleon Hill, one of the greatest of all thinkers, said one of the most important things he learned in his life is never attempt to defy natural laws and succeed. Mm. And that is so, so important. So the thing that you do, if you go to school, they teach you mathematics and they teach you how mathematics work. If you follow the principles of mathematics, which have been discovered and developed over the years, then you get the same results that other mathematicians get. And it's just universal principles. They work for everybody at all times, everywhere, under all circumstances. Well, when you hear that, you say, well, what is your goal? Well, one of your goals is to be financially independent. Every human being wants to be free. Mm. To be free, you have to have enough money so that you never worry about money. Mm, yeah. It's a very simple thing. And, but, but worrying about money, as you know, you and I have both had the same experience. When you worry about money, it, it's all-consuming. That's it all you be. think about. Yeah. And you don't worry about having too much, by the way. <laughs> no, no, you rarely do. I want to talk about success and failure a little bit because one of the quotes that you have said is that sometimes we are tested not to show our weaknesses, but to discover our strengths. When were you tested the most and what strengths did you discover within yourself? I have spent much of my life traveling. And when I was a young man, uh, I decided in the 60s, I decided that I would go off and see the world. And I'd read all kinds of books and stories about people who did and had adventures and, and so on. And so I didn't learn till later is that the things that you flood your mind with when you're young direct your life when you become older. So uh, I had uh, th three friends and the three of us decided that we go and travel around Europe together. So we started to save money. We had an old car. Then the three of us went off to see the world. Our goal was to travel across Canada from Vancouver and get a job on a ship and work our way across the Atlantic so we wouldn't have to spend any money. And then on the other side, we would travel from London, England, down across Europe and then across Africa down to Johannesburg. That was our goal. And we were totally unprepared. We didn't realize it was 17,000 miles and there was a big yellow part on the map 
called the Sahara Desert. <laughs> so when you ask me what was my great turning point is we set off and we headed out and we crossed the Sahara Desert and we almost died several times. We had no idea that it was so challenging, so huge. There's a 500 mile stretch of the Sahara where there is not a blade of grass, not mm. a fly, nothing. People die in that desert all the time. The vehicle broke down. We ran out of money. We had to sell everything that we owned. We just had no idea what we were getting into. What I found in life is that once you set off to achieve a goal, you're going to have a nonstop series of reversals, problems, setbacks, difficulties, challenges. Every self-made millionaire has been broke or nearly broke 2.4 times. Mm -hmm. And why is they look back later and they said, if I had not had that experience and lost all my money and everything else, I would never become wealthy because I learned the critical lessons. Well, and you have done a lot. You did not graduate from high school. You're very public about that, but you did get a master's degree in business. You have had huge success in sales, marketing, investments, real estate. But my sense is you get the most joy out of two areas, creating learning programs and running your books, you write at least four a year, and public speaking. I am so grateful, so grateful every day for the successes that I've had in life, that I want to help other people I want to take other people and help them step on the accelerator of their own success. And instead of spending a lifetime achieving success, achieve it much faster. <laughs> and countless people have become millionaires, multimillionaires. And three people personally have taken me aside and told me that they went basically from rags to becoming billionaires and multi-billionaires <laughs> by just following my material. Yes. It's just so wonderful to hear that you've helped people. I have to share with our listeners some of your most popular books because you have so many, but I'm going to pick out three here. Earn What You Are Really Worth, The Psychology of Achievement, and Eat That Frog, which of course was a New York Times bestselling book. Let's jump to your public speaking career because you typically speak to something like 250,000 people a year, and you are as passionate about public speaking as I am. When you start off poor, you never stop thinking in terms of how much money you earn and so on. To be a good speaker, the way that you can tell is that people want to hear you. <laughs> As you know, that means that they will pay you. If you become better and better, they will pay you more and more. Was there ever a time, though, Brian, when you were afraid of speaking in public? And how did you get over that fear if you had that moment? The answer is no. I was so eager to share my ideas. When I started off, I became a salesperson. I failed and failed and failed and failed. And finally, I started to read the very best works and listen to the very best works by the very best salespeople. Whatever they did, I did. And I would get up earlier, six o'clock in the morning. I would be knocking on doors by eight o'clock. I would work all day. And then in the evenings, I'd go out and knock on apartment and home doors until nine or 10 o'clock at night. My rule at that time was if the light is on, I would knock. And the first sale that I made, knocking on doors, after 31 days, was to the last door at 9.30 at night. And I was exhausted, of course. And I knocked on the door and I said, hello, um, I'm uh, selling this particular product. And the gentleman that answered said, his wife's wife came up and said, well, we were just talking about buying one of those. Please come in. And I did, and I made my first sale. And after that, I was unstoppable. So my boss came to me and said, look, why don't you become the sales manager, young company, 
and train the other people to do what you're doing. And so I said, okay. And within a month, my income had doubled. And I went from living on a, in a rooming house to my own furnished apartment to basically taking buses and walking everywhere to uh, taking taxis and limos and driving my own car. And it was unbelievable. And yeah. so I, I became so excited about sharing these ideas because they work. And people would come back to me, people who have been struggling and frustrated. And they'd come back to me and they said, you know, I, I read your stuff and I did what you said and my life has changed. I spent the evening with him, had dinner with him and just talked. And he was working, uh, pushing a gurney in a hospital in St. Petersburg, Russia. He was making $200 a month after the fall of the wall and everything else. He was going nowhere, and somebody gave him a copy of my book, Maximum Achievement. It was a ragged, cheap reproduction of the book because they didn't have any money. And he read the book and changed his life, and he's now one of the richest people in the history of the world. I follow you on social media, and you pose questions very often to your followers. And I think it's only fitting that I pose the same questions to you, but you have 15 seconds to answer each one, okay? <laughs> so this is, this is a question that you posed to your followers just recently. Right. When do you feel most alive? Probably I feel most alive when I'm speaking in front of a great audience that's really happy and they're cheering and laughing and smiling and clapping and they're just loving the material. Excellent. Second question, what keeps you up at night? Well, the only thing is that I'm now 76, as you mentioned, is that uh, I will run out of road before I run out of gas. So I want to live forever, and I'm not going to do it. Uh, there's still so many things. I just, uh, if you see behind me, I'm working on two more books, and I've already just finished three more that uh, I just got from the publishers that are on my kitchen counter. My goal is to hit 100 books. So I'm just about at, at, at 90 now. At this rate, I will write 100 books. And every one of my books goes into mass release in multiple languages, literally the day I, I finish uh, my work on it. Well, that was longer than 15 seconds, but I'll give you a break. <laughs> and the last question, which I think I already know the answer to this, but I have to ask it anyway. What is your definition of success, Brian? My definition of success is freedom. I'm a passionate believer in freedom. And that's why I, I think America is the greatest country in the world because it was established on the foundation of personal liberty, personal freedom, which means that you have the resources to do whatever you really want to do with your life. You have the ability to choose, uh, to take really good care of the people that you love. So that's my answer to that is freedom. Obviously, as you've said, you're not going to be retiring anytime soon. But what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to remember you for, Brian? I teach this to my business audiences. You know, I started off in sales. I worked in sales for more than 20 years. I probably made several hundred thousand sales calls. I made more than 20,000 calls, cold calls in my first year. And I got rejected almost 20,000 times. What I want to be remembered for is that I gave people the insights and the tools to live their very best life. So it's what you teach and it's what you preach. And it's the same thing. I'm grateful to God for all my blessings. I'm most grateful for my wife and my, my children. And so it's just been a wonderful ride. And mm. I want to keep on doing it. Well, for all of our listeners today, I want to encourage them to go to briantracy.com and you'll see all of Brian's programs, all of his books. 
And Brian has a special offer for all of our listeners today as well. He is sharing with us a free copy of his 14-step goal-setting guide. And you'll be able to find out that link to that free guide in our podcast show notes. Brian, I've been a fan of yours for many, many years, and this has been a real treat for me and a real treat, I know, for our listeners. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Liz. You are doing wonderful work in the world. You're helping so many people, and I just appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. And I leave all of you with one more Brian quote. Be a master of change in your own life so that you can live your best life. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in and be well. This podcast is brought to you in part by Fast Twitch Media, helping people tell their stories and giving them worldwide reach. The future is in the cloud and Fast Twitch Media can take you there. Be your best digital self. Check out fasttwitchmedia.space.